Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Lose the Cape podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. Good morning. It is July 1st as I record this. I cannot believe that we are already into July of 2016 but yes indeed we are um summer is one month into it for those of us in the south i know some of you have just started your summer break only a couple weeks ago so uh, you're a little bit behind us in terms of schedule but um so far we're managing to uh, keep things under control and not have too much insanity with the three kids home um you know, so we're just trying to balance every day and see how we make it work out for us. But it's been a pretty, um, pretty busy time with all the different things we've had going on with Lose the Cape and also with the virtual summit that I just ran for bloggers and writers at careerbeyondblog.com. There's still stuff you can check out over there. Um, great training by different uh, businesses and all kinds of good stuff. But anyway, I haven't looked at the news in several days because I've been busy doing stuff with my kids and who knows what's going on in the world, but I'm sure it is just as crazy as always. So, little segue here, since we, uh, I was talking about craziness, which is kind of like chaos, today we're interviewing um, Gillian Perkins, who is a professional organizer. So, let's bring some organization to our chaotic life. And I do hope that you enjoy our interview. So please enjoy the show. Well, thank you so much for participating in our podcast. Uh, we love to just interview um, moms and uh, get a feel for how they balance their day and survive the juggle of motherhood and everything that happens. And it's very ironic that um, we're going to be talking about structure and um and and your book because I feel like if I were a little bit better structured and organized, half of what just happened would have not gone on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, right? <laughs> I know. Okay, so I just um, do you mind telling us a little bit about you and um, for our guests? I'm interviewing Gillian Perkins, uh, author, mother, mompreneur, and uh, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank um, you so much for having me. Yeah, I'd love it if you could just give us a little bit of your background and how you got to be in um, in this place in your life. Okay, so I live in Oregon, and I live with my husband and my two-year-old son, and we have another baby on the way coming at the beginning of September, um, so it's a little congratulations. bit crazy around our house sometimes. Sorry, what was that? Yeah. Oh, I just said congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and we're having another boy. So we're really looking forward to my two-year-old having a friend. Um, and so yeah. I, like you said, I'm an author and I'm a business owner myself. 
I own Northwest School of Music, which I started myself about nine years ago. And I started it just because I, um, I was teaching piano lessons myself, and I had just so many friends and family who were interested in me helping their kids learn music. And I realized that there wasn't anything like that in our town, a place where kids could go and learn music um, in like a central location. There was just a few different music teachers, um, but they weren't very well organized. So we created a central location where everyone could come together and enjoy music together. Um, and then I also, like you said, I'm an author. I just published my first book. It's called Sorted, and it's all about organizing your life and creating structures of routines to help you keep your life organized because it's one thing to clean your whole house from top to bottom and feel like you have everything in order, but it's harder to keep it that way, right? Oh, so, yeah. A little bit about me. Um, if you want me to go into more detail, I can, but it's kind of a long, rambly story that I got here. Well, we can, we can cover bits and pieces as we go on through the interview, and you can share as much or as little as you'd like to. Um, yeah. So, okay, well, let's just dive right in then and talk about your book since we just mentioned it. Do you want to go ahead? And um, it's called Sorted Freedom Through Structure. Mm -hmm right? Yeah, so yeah that's how, right. And how can moms, uh, what is the book about and how can moms benefit from the information in it? So the book has three parts. The first part is all about organizing your schedule and creating routines so that once you get your life organized, you'll be able to keep it that way. And so we go through a lot of exercises in that first part of the book where we look at all the different commitments that are on your plate um, and how you can best manage them, what things you need to do yourself that provide, that, you know, that create the best results, and then what things, you know, aren't creating huge results that maybe you should either delegate or just delete. And then in the second part of the book, um, it goes on to walk you through organizing your entire house. Um, and so there's a whole no lot small of feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's all about decluttering and then finding a place for everything. Um, those two parts will really get your house in order, but I really walk you step by step through exactly how you're going to do that. Um, and I don't leave you hanging. It's not just, oh, wouldn't it be nice if your house was organized? But we actually have, like, a plan about how we're going to accomplish this. Uh, that's awesome. I may have to buy your book because um, I would, if I weren't like horridly um, embarrassed about the status of my office slash playroom slash guest room slash everything else going on. I mean, you can kind of probably get a picture just from <laughs> the small things you can see, but that's clean. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> I, used to, I used to have a rather disorganized house myself and way too much stuff. Um, and then we had a weird moving situation a few years ago where we were supposed to move into a new house that we had bought and we weren't able to move into it right away because we didn't know. But there was some tenants in that house that had a lease that didn't end for a few months and no one had told us until wow. after we bought it. So that was an exciting situation. And we had to uh, temporarily rent an apartment for a few months until we were able to move into our new house. And so I had to box up practically everything we owned, um, and we were pretty much living out of our suitcases for three months. And oh, wow. it was such an interesting experience, though, and it was so freeing to not have so much stuff that I always had to keep organized. So once we finally got into our new house, I knew that I wanted to make some changes, and I really wanted to downsize, and that was kind of what sparked this whole decluttering journey for me. Um, yeah. 
I didn't want to keep living out of our suitcases, of course. And I yeah. thought having some scissors might be nice because I hadn't had scissors <laughs> in six months at that point. Um, but I knew that I didn't need five pairs of scissors because right. you know, I've been living without any scissors for five months. So one or two pairs was plenty. <laughs> anyway, so That's yeah, so that funny. kind of is the second part of the book where we talk about, you know, what things do you really need? What things are really adding value to your life? What things, you know, are bringing you joy in your life and contributing to your life versus what things are just clutter and just things that you have to manage that are sucking up your time. Because I find that a lot of moms spend a lot of their time just managing their stuff. Do you find that? It's true. That the stuff is always sucking you and you're always fighting it back? Yes. Oh, no, that's, that's yeah. been a, that's been a big, big problem for me recently actually is that I feel like I spend so much time just trying to find things that I completely, I mean, gosh, yeah. if yeah, yeah, <laughs> the time, the <laughs> yeah. time that I waste is ridiculous. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was finding that too. So then in the third part of the book, it's all about organizing your future plans. So this is about setting goals and then making plans about how you're actually going to achieve them. So after a woman gets her house all organized and her schedule all organized, she's going to find that she has a lot of extra time on her hands and she might be faced with, what do I even do at this time? And if you're already like a mompreneur and you have a business, you know, then you might just like pour your time into your business and that's great. But if you're not, you know, or if maybe your business is just a little thing you do on the side, then you're going to need to think about like, what am I going to do with this time now? Maybe you want to invest a lot of time into a hobby that you love to do, but maybe you have like something specific in your life that you would like to achieve. Like maybe you want to write a book or maybe you want to start your first business or grow your business to a certain size. So it really walks people through how they're going to accomplish those things and having an organized structure so that they can actually get to them in a reasonable amount of time instead of just someday. Wow. Well, yes, I think I definitely need your book. (laughs) So then the other aspect of what is sorted about would be the title. So the title sorted is actually an acronym and it stands for summon, order, reclaim, transform, enjoy, and determine. And so those are the steps that you walk through for each of those different areas of your life. You do those steps to your schedule, you do those steps to your house, and you do those steps to your future plans. And so it gives you a great structure so that you never feel lost or like, what am I supposed to do next? But you actually know what you're supposed to do. Oh, that's great. So um, do you also, I I wasn't clear about this. Do you also do coaching programs or, um, or counseling or do you? Coaching. I don't exactly have coaching programs, but I do private coaching and I do um, also locally, I do um, private services to help women organize their homes and organize their schedule. And you run your music business as well? I do, <laughs> yes. And I have about wow. <laughs> uh, a dozen private music students right now. Um, with, with my baby coming in a few months, I'm going to be going on maternity leave and I won't be teaching the private music lessons or doing the local home organization services anymore. I'm just going to be focusing on my writing and focusing on doing the online coaching programs, um, both the private programs and also building some group programs. Wow. That's still quite a lot of stuff. So it's a good thing that you are, (laughs) it's a good thing that you are so organized. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I could do it if I wasn't. (laughs) So as you help um, other moms, 
develop order and I guess get more balance in their life and more time. What types of, you just walked through the processes in your books for organization, but are there other types of, of um, processes or techniques that you use when you're working with somebody um, one-on-one? Yeah, so here, let me just take a look. I, I wrote some notes down before I <laughs> started here. So let's see. So the first thing that I would recommend to any woman would be to have a planner. And I talk about this extensively in my book, but I find that a weekly planner really works the best for most people um, because it's zoomed in enough that you can actually see the details on each day. But at the same time, it's kind of zoomed out enough so that you can see a little bit of the big picture and like what's coming up in the future. That's opposed to like with a calendar that's hanging on your wall. You can see the big things, but you can't see what you're going to do each day. You can't write up down all the details. Or if you have right. a daily planner, then you don't really see what's coming up. You just are looking at your one daily to-do list. So I find that having a weekly planner is a great tool because something that a lot of, well, people in general face, especially business owners, though, um, would be procrastination. I think every mom deals with yeah. procrastinating on chores sometimes. Every business owner deals with procrastinating on starting a big project. There's so many things to procrastinate on. But for me, the weekly <laughs> planner was the key to fix that because it allowed me to plan when I'm going to do something instead of putting it off, which is a huge difference. So instead of just saying, I don't want to do that right now, I can say, well, I will do that on Thursday or I will do that next week or next month. And then when I got to that day, I just committed to myself that I was going to do that thing on that day or at least take the first step. And it made it so much more manageable to be able to spread my tasks out like that instead of just look at a giant to-do list of things that I really should be doing but wasn't doing. Oh, that's a good that's a good point. I get easily overwhelmed looking at my calendar and all the things on it. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm writing that down. I'm gonna take that one to heart. <laughs> so um yeah, go ahead. No, so I was, I was just going to ask you if you... Yeah, the second technique um, would be that kind of my mantra this year has been focus on one thing at a time. Uh, as you mentioned, I kind of have a lot on my plate, and I'm always like, you know, I have so many different things going on that I need to focus on, but just focusing on one thing at a time is huge for me. So one of the biggest ways that this has manifested in my life is I was always previously trying to take care of my toddler and at the same time, you know, work on my business. So answering emails or creating content, and it was just so inefficient. I would spend all day working, I would get very little done, <laughs> and I'd be exhausted. And so instead, focusing on working for just like two or three hours before my son wakes up, and then having the whole rest of the day to get the chores done, play with him, you know, and having that structure there, but just focusing on one task at a time and not trying to multitask. Yeah, that's a great point too. Um, so what are, you, you just kind of alluded to it, but what are some of the most difficult um, aspects of being a working mother for you? Well, um, one of the most difficult times for me with being a working mother is if my son wakes up early and cuts into my work time. I find that that can kind of mess up my whole day and I can, you know, if I work for an hour or two and then he wakes up and I still have some tasks left, if I just try to get them done while I'm taking care of him, then they will take all day and it's not very productive. Right. <laughs> so um, instead, you know, going to the library for just an hour or two and he, you know, he'll look at the books while I can work for another hour, you know, but figuring out some workaround instead of just trying to like make do and do two things at once. So really sticking with that is a big help. 
Yeah, that's funny that you say that because I got up. I've started getting up at 5.30 so that I can have an hour or so to do a little bit of extra work or just kind of get done some of the things that uh, some of the little tasks that I need to get done that take away from me being able to actually work during the day, like checking email mm-hmm. and blah, 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 you know, little things, paying bills and things like that that have to be done. Yeah. And uh, this morning. This m- that I wake up at 532 and I find that focusing first on my creative work because that's what I really can't mm-hmm. do. When my son's around, I can't really write a blog post or record a video when he's around. I'm just too distracted, um, and I can't create good quality content. And so I kind of wake up, and I focus on those things first. I focus on my writing. And then after he's awake, you know, then I can find little moments throughout the day to maybe answer an email or pay a bill or, you know, little things like that. But focusing on those most important things first, I find that to be a huge help. Yeah, see, I'm not quite awake enough yet at 5.30 to do anything creative, so <laughs> that's what I say. But I am also lucky because all three of my kids go to school now, so um, yeah. my little ones improve. Well. Yeah, it does help. So once I get them dropped off, then I can then I can come back and I have three solid hours, three to six, depending on if she's in extended yeah. care or not. Um, yeah, to do to do my creative stuff, but yeah, um, it does make it hard. And this morning, I, my my little one was up at six o'clock, and she's not usually up till seven. So I was like, oh, I'm trying to work. <laughs> yeah, she wants to. Um, and going back to and, your original question about like what aspects are hard, this might be mostly particular just to my schedule. But right now, how my schedule works is I have those few hours in the morning. And then I have my son, and then later in the afternoon and evening, I go to work with private clients. Um, And so my day is bookended by work. I start with work, and I end with work, and it makes me feel like I'm not having any free time to myself, even though in the middle of the day, I do have structured free time. So I am really looking forward to when my schedule changes in a few months, and I'm able to focus on working first thing in the morning, and then focus and then have him, you know, be either with my husband or something in the middle of the day and having the evening to myself. I'm that will be amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And I imagine you'll find that um, everything is going to change around a little bit for you when you have two and not just the one. (laughs) I'm sure I'll rework all my schedules again. Yes. Will you be um, hiring or are you thinking about hiring any type of, um, of nanny or mommy's helper or anything? So both um, my husband and my families live in town, and so they really help us out a lot. Um, so normally what, what we do right now is my son goes and visits each of them for one day a week, so for like maybe four, four hours, one day a week, um, and then my husband comes home a little bit early on one day, um, so I'm able to get a fair amount of work in like that. We'll probably keep doing that. We might bring a nanny or something like that in for maybe one more day a week so I could get just a few more hours. But between my two or three hours first thing in the morning and then having, you know, those couple different chunks of time throughout the week where family's watching my son, and then if I want, I can use all day Saturday. Between all those things, I get about 30 to 40 hours of work in each week. With oh, that's undistracted. Great. <laughs> and then if I want to keep working, you know, and be distracted, I can, but I get at least, you know, 30 or 40 hours undistracted. So if you're working with a, um, a, a mom, I'm assuming you coach mostly moms. Um, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're working with a mom and she comes in and she's frazzled and has like no idea how to get everything done in her day, um, 
what's kind of the what's kind of the first maybe thing that you try to work with her to yeah. um, help her? You know, we start with the get, chore get back in line. Yeah, we start with the with chore. We figure out what yeah. chore she needs to do on each day of the week, and we commit to sticking with that. And that makes a huge difference, <laughs> you know, just doing the laundry every Monday and doing the dishes every night before you go to bed. Little tiny things like that can get your house under control, you know, and I mean, it's not going to get your whole house organized, but it will keep everything sane and it will give you the space, the mental space that you need to be able to get your house organized and start working on other things in your life. Mm hmm and then I but imagine you tell her to little structure, you know, of what, what chore you're going to do each day of the week. Okay. Yeah. I had one like that. Um, I tried to stick to my chore routine, but I wasn't, I didn't have anyone to hold me accountable. <laughs> so <Yeah>. I failed. <laughs> I yeah, accountability definitely helps. Um, and in the book, I actually also walk through some kind of visualization exercises that will really help you keep yourself accountable as well. And that's why there is steps that include um, the E inserted is enjoy. And it's where you really take the time to appreciate what you've done for yourself by creating that routine and the benefits that it's giving you in your life. And that really creates like an emotional imprint that makes you want to stick with it. And then they move on to determine, which is the last letter of sorted. Um, and in that part, they make a commitment to themselves and they commit to doing visualization exercises so that they can stay committed. Yeah, that's great. That's that's the biggest thing I think for a lot of us is the commitment piece to get mm -hmm. in, to, yeah. to until we have it at least, um, you know, um, forged into a habit. Yeah, exactly. And the power of habit is amazing. So once you get that habit down, you know, accountability is wonderful, but you also, you know, you can keep yourself accountable and it gets so much easier once you have that habit. Yeah, absolutely. So do you um, have any particular uh, beyond your book? Um, and I'll make sure that the link to that is included in our show notes, but do you have any other resources that you really, um, that you recommend that have really helped you? Yeah. So, um, if are most of your listeners like mom business owners yes. or just moms in general? Um, a mixture of both moms in general, bloggers, moms, okay. moms. So just as a mom, um, I think that the thing that's helped me the most has actually just been having a local mom group where mm -hmm. I can take my son and I can connect with other moms because I found that um, when I became a mom, I didn't have a lot of friends who were moms at that time. I knew, you know, some women who were older and had older kids and then some women who were younger and didn't have kids yet, but I didn't know a lot of moms with kids my age, you know, babies and toddlers. Um, and so really finding other women who were in a similar place in life. Um, and so I, I go to Mops, which is um, a group at my church. Um, and I know that they have them at a lot of different churches, but there's lots of different moms groups you can go to. And I just found that to be um, so helpful um, to understand that there's other women in the same place as me and other people who I could connect with. Um, and yeah. then separately for moms who maybe are business owners, um, I'm part of the Chasing Dreams and Littles um, group okay. that's put on by Jacqueline Malone. Um, and the thing that I love about it the most is the Facebook group because I really get to connect with these other moms who also have businesses. Um, and particularly, it's great to have a place where you can go and ask questions. You know, because <laughs> I'm constantly having to learn new things and just having other people who have done those things before is a big help. 
Yeah, absolutely. I can, I agree. Um, and Boss Mom Academy too, or Boss Mom yeah. with Denim All Stuff is another great resource. Yeah, their too. Facebook group is amazing too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, okay, you may not have an issue with this because you are so organized and scheduled and routine, but do you have something that winds up being a huge time suck for you that, uh, I do actually. I oh boy. Am <laughs> so I am because I, I'm kind of a control freak. You know, I like to have everything organized. Right. Um, and that kind of carries over into my business. I want to know how to do everything and how to <laughs> run every aspect of my business. So basically I have to learn, like personally, I have to learn how to do everything. And learning takes a lot of time. I mean, I love learning new things, but it takes a lot of time. So a little task that you know maybe should take five minutes. The first time you do it, it doesn't take five minutes. It takes an hour or five hours. You know what I mean? Because you're figuring out how to do the five-minute task. Yeah. Um, and so I just find that um, running my own business, I'm always having to learn how to do new things, and I spend half a day learning to do some tiny new little thing a lot. Yeah, well, I completely understand. I'm I'm a I'm an education junkie too. I spend a lot of time <laughs> listening to webinars and podcasts and things like that, and it's fantastic yeah. information. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it takes up a lot of time. Well, I'm hoping that as I get like more mature in my business, you know, and I learn more about that, you know, that someday I won't have to be constantly learning so many new skills, you know, and it can be something I do when I want to instead of when I have to. Absolutely. So, um, you know, you talked about how your day right now is bookended with work and how you feel mm -hmm. like you're not getting enough me time, even though you are doing some things during the day. But how do you um, how do you find time and what is your favorite thing to do for me time? Yeah, so how I find time is I write it into my daily plan, you know, whatever, you know, I plan out what I'm going to do, and I find time somewhere, like, I, I do, I don't make it so I'm working all day, I, you know, if nothing else, at the very end of the day, I'll find some me time, but what I love to do is I love to go to the gym and work out, I just feel always so positive about the fact that I'm working on myself, but also yeah. it's, so great to step outside of the house and outside of my office um, and just be in a space that has nothing to do with work and nothing to do with kids um, and focus on myself and listen like to a podcast or listen to music so that I'm not thinking about work and I'm not planning, but I can just relax and daydream. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I, um, I need to exercise more, but I do find that it, it, there's nothing that clears my mind like quite like a good, a good workout or walk or yeah. anything. You know, so I wasn't exactly get like the runner's high thing. I don't think I work out hard enough to get that. <laughs> um, but I feel like totally lose myself in just like the process of exercising and working on my body. Well, that is so great. So um, before we wrap up, I just want to make sure that you give a chance to let everyone know where to find you and um, uh, let us know if you have any final tips. Yeah, so um, the best place to find me right now is on the Sorted Book website. It's www.sortedbook.com. And on there, you can find the book. And you can also find a lot of resources. And I'm always publishing new articles about how to organize your life and organize your home. So that's probably the best place to connect. I do also have a personal blog. It's gillianperkins.com. Um, but I'm in the, in the process of revamping it right now. So it might not be live if they go to visit it right now. Okay, great. Well, um, do you have any parting tips for us? 
Check out the Sorted Facebook group because it is a very happy, thriving group of people who love, to, well, women, moms particularly, who are working on getting their lives more orderly, and we would love to have you be a part of it, and we would love to help you out if you need help. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Gillian. I really appreciate all of this information, yeah. and I'm going to go buy your book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. It's available on Amazon right now, and it says an ebook and a paperback. Thanks so much for being with us here today for our 22nd uh, podcast interview. If you enjoyed the show, we would ask you to please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review. That way, more people can find us. If uh, the more ratings we have, the more people will find us and we would love it if you shared us. Also, you can find all of today's notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast. Thanks so much. Enjoy your day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.